Hola, ¿cómo están? Señores y señoras, bienvenidos a otro episodio del Speaker Secrets Podcast. This is your host, Enrico Ambrister, and I'm really excited about today's episode, so let's just get started, why don't we? If you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you're always notified when new episodes are available for you. And I encourage you, share the podcast, leave me a rating, leave me a review, send me an email. Let me know how you're feeling and what you want me to cover on this podcast, because this is a platform for all of us to become the best public speakers and communicators and people that we can be. All right. So thank you very much for being here. Now, like I said, I'm really excited about today's episode because this is an episode I have been waiting to record. I have finally completed my first year of learning Spanish. And guys, what an amazing, incredible, fun journey it's been. I honestly can't believe that it's already been a year because it seems like just yesterday I started to learn this language. All right. So in today's episode, I'm going to briefly talk about how I got started. What was the reasoning for me learning another language? How you can get started as well based on some of the things that I have used and continue to use to learn this language. And then we're going to talk about some of the benefits and the takeaways, the lessons that I've learned from this journey. Okay, stick with me. It's going to be a very interesting episode. But let's start from the beginning. What prompted me to learn another language? Why did I decide to learn Spanish? Well, I currently live in Florida and I grew up in the Bahamas, so I'm very familiar with Florida. I've visited Florida and more specifically Miami many times over the years. So last year, June 2019, I went to Miami to handle some personal business. But for some reason, this particular trip to Miami gave me the stark realization that everybody there spoke Spanish. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was, but for some reason, I realized everybody in this city speaks Spanish and English. I felt like I was in a different country. And there were two specific situations that really drove this home for me. I went into a subway, which is a sub shop, a place that you can go and get sandwiches. And the cashier spoke Spanish. There was a guy in front of me. There was a girl behind me. There was the person that was making my sandwich. And all of them spoke in Spanish to each other. When the guy that was making the Spanish, uh, when the guy that was making the sandwich came to me for me to place my order, he initially spoke to me in Spanish. And when he realized that I didn't know anything about the language, then he switched to English. And in that moment, I felt degraded i was just like oh my gosh edrico you really only know how to communicate in english you only know one language how lame is that bro <laughs> like you don't know how to communicate in spanish you can't even tell this guy what you want on your sandwich in another language wow wow but it was another situation that really drove this point home for me and caused me to make the decision to learn Spanish. I went into CVS, which is a department store, and I saw this little boy, maybe about three years old, have a full-fledged conversation 
with his family in Spanish. Now, mind you, obviously, he grew up in a bilingual family, so he had the benefit of learning Spanish and English at a very young age. But just looking at that young boy and not being able to understand anything that he said, it really made me look at myself and I'm like, Enrico, you only know how to communicate in English. That's not cool, bro. You are a few years away from 30. You are someone who wants to travel. You talk about, you know, increasing your international network. You want to travel. You want to have great job opportunities. You want to live in Florida. You want to travel to Texas and California and all over the United States. But you don't know anything about Spanish. You just know how to say hola, gracias, de nada. It's not going to work. So when I got back home, I decided, look, I'm going to learn Spanish. I am not going to put myself in a situation where I am in another city where people around me are speaking a language and I feel defenseless. I can't understand anything that they're saying. I at least want to have a basic proficiency, a basic ability to connect with other people in another language. So... That was my reasoning. I have a lot more reasons now why I'm continuing to learn it, but that was the beginning for me. So I got home and I was lost. I was just like, I have no idea where to begin. And I'm sure a lot of people, even many of you that want to learn another language, you're lost. You're like, where do I even start? How do I start the process of learning another language? Okay. So now I'm going to tell you about some of the things I did and what has been proven to be most effective for me. First of all, let me say, before you start learning another language or anything else, it's important for you to understand what your learning style is. Are you a visual learner? Do you like to read text? Are you a hands-on learner? And understanding how you digest information is going to be really important when it comes to learning another language okay so let's talk about the basic things that you can do and these are the things that i started to do okay number one you can buy a grammar book that's always a great idea that's something that i did at the beginning and so this grammar book will give you the opportunity to just learn about the basic structure of the language and the grammatical rules and things like that you can also take an online course. There are tons of free online courses out there for beginners, people that just are at the beginning level of learning another language. You can definitely take an online course. There are tons of them online. And we all know about the apps Duolingo and Rosetta Stone. What I really like about these apps is that they are for beginners. They will take you through the just the translation of like basic words like boy, girl, apple, car, and just basic sentences like he is a boy, she is a girl. And it really gets you comfortable with the way the language sounds and the most basic words. I personally found out that these specific ways didn't work as good for me. Number one, buying a grammar book, I realized probably a quarter or a third of the way through that I didn't like just reading about grammatical rules. I thought it was really boring. In addition, I didn't like taking the online course because it just felt too much like school for me. It felt like a burden and I wasn't having fun. So if you really digest information by 
reading text and being in an online course, these will definitely work for you. But for me, I just didn't enjoy them that much. Duolingo and Rosetta Stone, I didn't enjoy them. They felt too static for me. Okay, but they might work for you. That's why I mentioned them. Now, let's get into the things that did work for me. Number one, children's songs and children's books. Trust and believe these will help you a great deal. Even the videos that are on YouTube that are designed to teach children another language. These are going to be so useful to you. And you might initially think, oh my gosh, like I'm an adult. What do I look like consuming content that's made for children? Trust me when I say <laughs> this is going to be a building block of your learning process. There are some songs that are still stuck in my head and they're never going to go away. Ponte tu zapatos, zapatos, zapatos. Basically, put on your shoes. And that particular song talked about, hey, ponte tu zapatos, ponte tu chaqueta. And you really learn vocabulary like that. So I definitely suggest anybody that wants to learn another language, get on YouTube, listen to children's songs with the subtitles. Watch YouTube videos that are supposed to help children learn another language. Find children's books. And something else that really helped me in that I continue to use are the apps Hello Talk and Tandem. So that's Hello Talk as in Hello Talk and Tandem, T A N D E M. These are interactive apps. And what I like about them is when you download them, you have the opportunity to talk to people that speak the language that you are learning. So for example, you can download Hello Talk, sign up for a profile. It's it's kind of like Facebook. I prefer Hello Talk over Tandem, but I use both of them. So you download Hello Talk, you create a profile, you say, "Hey, my native language is English. I want to learn Spanish." And it's going to connect you with people that speak Spanish that are learning English. And so you have the opportunity to speak to people in the United States, in Ecuador, in Venezuela, in Dominican Republic, in Spain. It's completely amazing. And what I love about it is that you get to speak to real people and get real feedback. Instead of just reading a book that doesn't give you any feedback, you get to talk to someone and create bonds and create friendships and learn about different cultures. And what I especially like about it is that Duolingo might tell you, okay, you can say this particular sentence in this certain way. Or the book that you're reading might say, okay, this is how you use this specific grammatical rule. But when you're speaking to someone, they're like, yeah, well, technically that is grammatically correct, but nobody talks like that. You're going to sound really weird if you say it like that. This is how we say it. Okay. And I really like that. Because for me, the whole point of learning another language is to be able to communicate with other people. And I personally like to sound natural. I don't want to sound like someone who's just reading Spanish out of a book. I want to sound like, hey, I actually am a part of this culture. You know what I mean? So that's just my suggestion. And then later on, you can definitely use YouTube videos and podcasts. That's something that I do all of the time. I find 
people that are on YouTube and have podcasts that are teaching Spanish, for example, Spanish land school, why not Spanish? And I think this is great. Probably about two or three months into your journey, because after about two or three months, that's when you start to get the groove of the language. You're like, okay, I still have a long way to go, but okay, all right, I'm starting to get it now. I'm starting to flow with the language. I I can understand how you guys think. I'm starting to see their structure. So those are the things that work for me. Children's songs, children's books, children's material, Hello Talk, and Tandem then YouTube videos and podcasts. A lot of people say that TV shows are very helpful as well. Personally, I'm not really that interested, but I think that they can be extremely helpful. And personally, when it comes to music, I do not recommend using music, like just music in general that's not directed to kids as a way to learn another language. Like I said, that is my personal recommendation. It might work for you. But I particularly like, for example, when it comes to Spanish music, I like reggaeton. But anybody can tell you, reggaeton is not (laughs) the best medium to learn Spanish, okay? And I just personally find that it's cumbersome to find the lyrics of a song and read the lyrics of a song and try to understand them. It doesn't work for me personally, but like I said, I wanted to mention it because it might work for you. All right, so now let's get into the benefits and the lessons learned. The reason why I suggest you learn another language is because there are so many benefits. There's tons of research that shows that it's great for your brain's health. Of course, you can have much better job opportunities. You have the opportunity to travel. There's so many benefits. But for me... There are two particular benefits that really stand out. Number one, it feels so good to communicate and understand a different language. It just feels amazing, guys. I have a story and <laughs> the story is is so stupid. It's just just like a story that really doesn't even sound like it's a big deal. But for me, it was the world like A month ago, I was playing a video game and the character was from the United States, but he was in a group of Latinos and they were playing a board game. And obviously I had the subtitles on, but he was communicating with these Latinos in Spanish and I understood everything that he was saying. And like I said, that might sound so insignificant to you, but for me, it was just like, whoa, like... I get it. <laughs> it's almost like I am speaking English because I can understand everything that he's saying. And if I wasn't learning Spanish, then I would just have to continue through playing that game without really understanding what he was communicating to them in that moment. But the fact that I understood everything, I just took a step back and was just like, oh my gosh, it feels so good to be able to just hear someone speak Spanish and understand it or to read a sign and just to understand it and not need to pull out a translator. It feels so empowering. And I no longer feel like I'm just limiting myself because I only know English. But the second benefit is that I get to expand my world view. Okay. Like I said, I grew up in the Bahamas and now I'm living in Florida. 
So a lot of the perspectives that I have are the perspectives that I grew up with, that I've been introduced with. But learning Spanish and getting to talk to people from Colombia and Spain and Chile and Argentina and to the Dominican Republic and Paraguay, I have the opportunity to see the world through the lens of other people. I have the opportunity to meet and converse with people that have different opinions, different cultures, different experiences, and it helps to make me a more cultured person, and it really helps me to put my life into perspective. It takes me outside of my bubble, and what I really like about it is it helps me to address my biases and really reinforce the point that, hey, you look at the world a certain way. Your experiences have shaped the way you look at things. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's right. It doesn't necessarily mean that that is the only perspective that is valid. And I love the fact that learning Spanish and speaking to these other people challenge my way of thinking and allows me to see the world and different perspectives in so many ways, especially when it comes to just the things that I am blessed with. Like a lot of times we complain about our jobs and how the government is handling the coronavirus crisis and the the place we live in and all of that stuff. But when you speak to other people and you see what they're going through and you see how their government is reacting and how they have to fight every day, it really puts things into perspective. So that is a benefit that I thoroughly enjoy. All right. Now let's talk about the lessons. All right. Because y'all know I always have lessons for y'all. Number one, if English is your native language, I want you to be grateful. I have a question for you. If you have just grown up speaking English all of your life, how many times have you thought to yourself like, from a place of gratitude. I am so grateful and blessed that I know how to speak English. My guess is not that much. Not many of us, especially if we haven't learned another language, have really thought to ourselves, wow, I'm grateful to know this language. But I can say right now, if I need one thing to think about that will make me feel grateful and will put me in that state of gratitude, I can think about the fact that I know English and I don't have to worry about learning it. Because here's the thing. We live in a world where English is revered as the international language. It's used for business. It's used for entertainment. It's used for travel. But the thing is, English isn't better than any other language that exists on the face of the earth. It's not better. It's just, it just so happens that we live in a world where English is seen as the standard. And if you are a person that has just been speaking English from you were a young child, you are privileged. In some type of ways, I think it's a little unfair <laughs> because there are some people that were born in other countries where, for example... They just learn Spanish or German. And because of the way the world is set up, then they have to learn another language. And I've met people that spent hours and days and weeks learning English just to have the same opportunities that 
I have. Just to have a great job opportunity. Just to ensure that their children can grow up learning this language. And I'm just like, well, why, why aren't people like me required to learn another language? I can live my whole life just knowing English and I would be okay. But there are other people that are just like, hey, in order for me to have a good quality of life, I have to actually learn another language. So if you know it by default, be grateful. And if you see someone else that is struggling with it, help them out. They're not dumb because they're struggling with English if it's not their native language. If anything, you should be applauding them because they're learning another language this is their second or maybe their third or fourth language. And if you only know one and you're criticizing someone else because their English isn't perfect, you might need to uh, recheck your priorities and check yourself on that. All right. Lesson number two. We all have biases. We have biases. Even if you think, oh, I am the most accepting person in the world. I'm so open. I love everyone. You have biases. I'm not saying that you created them yourself. I'm not saying that you're a bad person. But the society that we live in, the comments that we've heard from our parents, the social conditioning that we have received, we have biases and stereotypes still abound. And this is something that I've even had to come to terms with myself because I always see myself as an open-minded person and I do consider myself to be that but learning Spanish I had to realize wow I wasn't consciously thinking that all Mexicans were the same but through learning Spanish I realized oh I did have this bias in my mind I didn't think everybody wore sombreros but for some reason I never had the idea that there was such diversity in Mexico. And that's because of the conditioning, like I said, that we've received. And that's just one example, okay? I am continually going through a process of learning and unlearning, especially when it comes to, you know, my Latino brothers and sisters. But I want all of us to keep in mind that we do have biases. And through learning another language and getting to learn people and how diverse they are and how different their experiences are, we realize that, hey, the stereotypes that I have in my mind are not necessarily true because we don't like when people stereotype us. So we should not be stereotyping other people. And then for my last and final lesson, it's that at the fundamental level, we are the same. Okay. But with that being said, I believe that our similarities and our differences should be celebrated at the same time. At the fundamental level, we're the same. We're all humans. We all bleed red. We all cry. We all feel heartbreak. We all get hungry. We all get constipated. We want a great life for ourselves. We want a good life for our children. We get upset at the government. At the, at the end of the day, no matter what country you grow up in, no matter what your skin color is like, no matter what, you are a human being. And we have all of the same wants. We want shelter. We want love. We want to feel accepted. We feel insecure. 
And learning another language has really helped me to understand that and humanize people. When I speak to someone from Ecuador and they want to be a best-selling author, I realize that there is nothing that makes me more worthy than this other person from achieving their dreams. I get to speak to people from different cultures and different backgrounds and realize, hey, this person wants the same thing that I want out of life. And with that in mind, I also need to realize that their differences should be celebrated as well. And that's what I want people to realize about black people as well. You know, like we're all the same, but our differences should be recognized and should be celebrated. So even though we're the same, hey, someone who is from Colombia, like that is such a cool culture, like Colombian food and culture and history and stuff like that. Like That is just unique all on its own. And that shouldn't be ignored. That should be celebrated. I love learning about new cultures and folklore and new foods and holidays. It just makes the world a much brighter place. So even though we're the same, we have different experiences. And that is really what makes the world a great place. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that is the end of this episode. I had actually I did have so much more that I wanted to share But I think that's enough for now. I just wanted all of you just to really think about some of the lessons and things that I've taken away from learning this journey, from from this journey, because it's much more than just learning another language. When you decide to learn a second language, you decide to open up yourself. You open up your mind. You become someone who understands people more. You step outside of yourself and you look at the world through the lens of other people. You get to create international friends and make bonds and just, oh my gosh, it's it's such a rewarding experience. I believe that everybody should really learn another language and put aside their biases so that we can all become closer to the one human race that we are with differences that should be celebrated. All right. With all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that this episode was very helpful to you. I hope that I inspired someone to learn another language or at least set their biases apart or be grateful for the fact that you know English. I hope it helped in some way. I'm wishing you a safe and prosperous week. Sending you my best energy as always. And until next time, this is your host, Enrico Amberster, signing off.